0: Welcome, my friend, to our fifth session here in the book of Job. And as we begin today on this edition of Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth, we're going to find some insights into the even more important issue that concerns every one of us. And it's something that we need to get alone to take an inventory of. And that is, are we trusting in people and things, or are we trusting in God? And as we look at Job's journey from abundance to poverty, we've learned that, first of all, God allowed the devil to take away everything that Job was trusting in, his possessions, his loved ones, his health, the compassion from his friends, and even the love and sympathy of his own wife. And now I invite you to join us in Job chapter 3, beginning at verse 13, as we find Job in a desperate and desolate condition, wishing that he had never been born. And as we begin, let's open it up with a word of prayer. Please bow your hearts with me. Heavenly Father, um, God, we just come to you in awe of how amazing you are and the uh, ways which you work in uh, in our lives and in the world ways that we can never fully understand uh, god we just pray that you would give us a glimpse of insight into who you are and reveal something of ourselves as we study your word now we offer this time up into your hands in jesus name amen Now, you recall, Job has lamented the day of his birth. He's asking, why was he born? And then, he asked, why didn't he just die at birth? And next, he's going to give a very primitive view of death, which he'll end up revising before this whole ordeal is over with. Verse verse 13, chapter 3 of Job. For now, I would have lain down and been quiet. I would have slept then. I would have been at rest. Now, he has pictured death here as annihilation. Verse 14, with kings and with counselors of the earth who rebuilt ruins for themselves. Well, they built great pyramids and great monuments, but they're on the same par. And Job complains that this annihilation is denied to him. There are two main things that Job is saying here in chapter 3. First, he wishes he had never been born. He wished that he had died at birth. Those are the two things that Job is saying here. It's very dramatic, is it not? But of course he says it all in very flowery language. With kings and with counselors of the earth who rebuilt ruins for themselves. Verse 15, or with princes who had gold, who were filling their houses with silver, or like a miscarriage which is discarded, I would not be as infants that never saw light. Job now says, I wish I'd been stillborn, if I had only died at birth. Verse 17, there the wicked cease from raging, and there the weary are at rest. The prisoners are at ease together. They do not hear the voice of the taskmaster. In other words, right now, Job sees death as being better than life. He's come pretty far down in the dumps, as you can see. He says, verse 19, The small and the great are there, and the slave is free from his master. Why is light given to him who suffers, and life to the bitter of soul? He says, Ah, man, life is such a burden. I don't want to live it. I want to die. And he goes on like that now. Verse 21, Who long for death, but there is none, and dig for it more than for hidden treasures. Verse 22: Who rejoice greatly and exult when they find the grave. Man, Job is looking for death more than a miner digs for buried gold. He's gotten really depressed, my friend. When a miner finds hidden treasure, you know, it's a loud celebration. Job is saying, Oh, if I could just die, that would be cause for rejoicing. Listen to him in verse 23. Why is light given to a man whose way is hidden and whom God has hedged in? For my groaning comes at the sight of my food and my cries pour out like water. This poor man is in a desperate, desolate condition. Now he says, verse 25, For what I fear comes upon me and what I dread befalls me. We get a little insight here as to some of the things that have happened with Job. You see, when Job was living in peace and prosperity out there in the land of Uz, and things were going so well for him, he was living in the lap of luxury. Everyone was saying, man, that Job, he's got it made in the shade. But look at the insight into Job's mind here. Job says that at that moment that I was sitting in the shade, Out there in the lap of luxury, I had this fear that what has now happened to me would happen. And that's a pretty common fear today. A great many people fear that something terrible is going to happen to them. Therefore, we grab for the security blanket instead of grabbing for the Savior. Most of us should be using a Bible for our blanket and not be turning today to other things. We need to rest upon the word of God. And this man Job says finally, verse 26, I am not at ease, nor am I quiet, and I am not at rest, but turmoil comes. Trouble has now come to him. And you almost get the impression here that this man has lost his faith. But actually, he hasn't. This is a complaint. This is the bitter complaint of a man who is now tasting the dregs of the bottom of the cup of life because this great trouble has come upon him and he doesn't understand why it should come at all. And we're going to leave off there for this time just a brief run through this chapter, but we're going to pick it up in verse uh, chapter 4, verse 1 next time, where Job's friend Eliphaz is going to answer him. So, uh, I would encourage you to go back and reread chapter 3, all of chapter 3, not just the half we covered today, and go ahead and read forward into chapter 4. That way you can uh, get a review of what we've covered and a preview of what we'll be seeing next time, and, of course, so that you can come to your own conclusions. And we will be right back here, Lord willing, next time. So, until then... May God richly bless you, my beloved. See you later. Basic structure before me and earth. Basic structure before me and earth. Basic structure before me and earth. Life is a test, many quests, the universe. And the search, I felt the joy.